Hey there, it's Tommy. A couple weeks ago, Father Jacob Bearer, a priest of the diocese, asked for some help taping a video for a retreat that he was going to send to some sisters. So he asked for help taping it. And after we were done taping it, I said, you know, that was really good. Can I rip the audio from that? And if it's okay with you and the sisters that I just put the audio up on our podcast? And they said, fine. So here is a short talk on vulnerability from Father Jacob Bearer. And I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the podcast of St. Basil the Great Catholic Church in Brecksville, Ohio, with homilies, talks, and interviews relevant to your Catholic faith. God bless you, and enjoy. Hi, I'm Father Jacob Bear. I'm a parochial vicar at St. Columkill in Parma, Ohio. Happy to be here with you. And the topic for today is vulnerability. And I want to begin with a prayer as we enter into this topic. So, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Jesus, I ask that you reveal to us the gentleness of your love, your desire to bring healing to us, And grant us wisdom of how to cherish your own vulnerability towards us and to learn to trust you more and more in our own lives and then to bring that healing to other people. We ask this in your name. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So I want to begin with the etymology of the word vulnerable, which comes from a Latin word that means woundable. And so when we're talking about vulnerability, we're talking about those places in us that can be wounded or those places that are wounded. Um, I think usually when we're talking about vulnerability in this context of retreat, we're not talking about like the vulnerabilities of a physical fortress. We're talking about our emotional life, our spiritual lives, and our journey through life, what things that have wounded us. So I want to begin with what might be a strange scripture passage to begin with on this topic, but I think it's on a practical note, it's important for us to remember these words of Jesus. So in Matthew 7, start uh, verse 6, Jesus says this, Do not give dogs what is holy, and do not throw your pearls before swine, lest they trample them underfoot and turn to attack you. And I think that's so important for us to remember. Jesus understands that we're weak, that we're vulnerable, that we need healing, um, that We don't always see clearly the path towards that healing and what needs to be done, but he wants to protect us. And so in our relationships with other people, we seek intimacy with other people. And one of the pathways of intimacy is by sharing things that are deep within our own lives. In another sense, you could say it's being vulnerable with other people. But we do need to remember what Jesus says here. Do not throw your pearls before swine. Not everyone is trustworthy. And in the book of Sirach, uh, God even tells us to test our friends. You know, one in a thousand is a trustworthy person to call a friend. So we live in a culture that very much heralds those who just leave everything out on the table. And there can almost be this voyeurism in social media where we just 
watch the stuff of people's lives put on display. So we need to protect our hearts. We need to protect and honor other people's hearts. And part of that is realizing there are places where we can be vulnerable in a particular way, and that's usually with a very select few people that we can go deeper with. So my, my first thing uh, with vulnerability is discernment about who we can be vulnerable with. Now, the first answer is, of course, Jesus, but that's kind of like the PSR joke about somebody in PSR asking the students what's what has brown hair, a bushy tails, likes climbing tree, and eating acorns, and every PSR student would say Jesus because it's PSR, and that must be the answer. Well, yes, we want to be vulnerable with Jesus. We want to be vulnerable with our spiritual directors, and we want to discern who our real friends are, friends who are truly trustworthy, and then move step by step into that relationship being vulnerable uh, as we find people worthy. Don't cast your pearls before swine. It's not a contest about how vulnerable we can be because our hearts are woundable and people can use our vulnerability against us. Like Jesus says, lest they trample them underfoot and turn to attack you. And I think we've all had that experience of being vulnerable and sharing something with another person, and then they use that information about what we've shared against us because of their own brokenness, because of their own weakness. So I want to begin there. Just what is God saying to you about your friendships? What is God saying to you about your heart's desire to be vulnerable? Does that heart's desire to be vulnerable lead you to be vulnerable in context and with people where you shouldn't be, that it wouldn't be wise to do that? So there's plenty of ground there. When it comes to prayer, again, going to Jesus Christ, I think a great place to begin or a great place to return to maybe is the vulnerability of Jesus. In the first letter of John Uh, chapter 4, I think it's verse 10, it says, and this is love, not that we have loved God, but that God loved us first. And that first love of Jesus is your heart. And Jesus revealed by his life that he is willing to be woundable and vulnerable. John 1, 14 is the word became flesh. The, The word of God, the eternal word of God, the son of God, who is outside of time and space, who is not able to be harmed in any way, takes on flesh through the incarnation. He takes on our flesh that is vulnerable. And he does that to enter into vulnerability. And he's wounded by us. And the first one we can go to before even we start into wanting to share with Jesus our vulnerability I think it's important for us as Christians to spend time with Jesus in his vulnerability. So you can go to scripture passages where Jesus is sharing his heart. I think about the last supper of Jesus. It's the last supper. He's with his close apostles. He's telling them this is like, this is an important meal. He's taking the Passover meal that they've celebrated year after year. And then he's transforming it saying, this is my body given up for you. 
It's a very intimate moment. And yet in the midst of that intimate moment, he's being betrayed by Judas. He's being misunderstood and he's having an argument with Peter about washing his feet. And he's seeing all of these things unravel before him. And in our prayer, in our meditation with scripture, it's important for us to go into the mystery of that word of God, the scripture, that passage, and spend time with Jesus in that time to realize that his heart is being vulnerable towards us. He wants to share that moment with us. Really, Lexio Divina is about God wanting to be vulnerable with us and share intimate desires of his heart with us. God's first step towards us is to tear the veil, like Jesus does at the crucifixion, to tear that veil so that we can enter into that heart of God so that he can share his life with us. So through our prayer, the first one who's vulnerable is Jesus. And it's perfectly put on display on the cross where his heart is pierced and blood and water flows forth and this treasury of his love is burst open for you and me. So if we taste that, if we're willing to go into prayer and taste that vulnerability, I think that really builds up our heart's desire to then, in return, share what's on our own hearts with Jesus. And that leads me then to our vulnerability. A great question to begin with in prayer is, where does it hurt? So imagine Jesus is before you and he's asking you, where does it hurt? He's the physician of our souls. He loves us deeply. But intimacy really depends on our honesty. Oftentimes when we go to prayer, we say prayers and we're not really praying those prayers. We have prayers that we say and in a way our hearts are over here and our, the words that we're using don't reflect what's going on in our heart. Now there's a time for that, like at Mass, Sometimes we don't feel like saying glory to God in the highest because we're not in a place where we want where where we're experiencing the glory of God. Well, the good news is we can still say glory to God in the highest with great sincerity with the entire body of Christ, with the angels and saints, lifting this up, going beyond ourselves, piercing into heaven and reflecting on and remembering that God is greater than everything. Glory to God in the highest. Even when I'm going through a difficult time and I don't feel like giving my Gloria, I can still pray that out with the entire body of Christ in communion. It's a prayer of abandonment. It's a prayer of trust. It's a prayer of worship that we can enter into. In our own personal prayer, it's important to keep those types of prayers into our life. You know, there's, um, it's important to praise God sometimes when we don't feel like praising God, to go to Psalms that are giving him thanks so that we can remember who he is. But I also think it's important for us to make sure we're honest with God about what are our real experiences, what are our real desires, and sometimes those experiences we're having, those emotions we're feeling, the thoughts we're having are very raw. That's called vulnerability. And we do want to be respectful to God, but part of the respect we show to God is by being honest with him. 
He knows every thought that we have before it tumbles out of this font of our souls. He knows when we sit and when we stand, where we're going. He knows our footsteps before we get there. As Psalm 139 says, he knit us in our mother's womb and we're fearfully, wonderfully made. So in our prayer with God, it's important for us to be truly honest with him. And I think that's another word for being vulnerable, being truly honest with him. So here's my reflection for us. How are we being honest with God in prayer? Can we go to prayer the next time you go to prayer and imagine Jesus saying to you, where does it hurt? Can you then, as you're sharing that place of vulnerability with Jesus, can you imagine him loving you with this deep love, even though what you're sharing might still need healing? Can you imagine him wanting to be compassionate towards you and and show mercy in that very place in your life where you feel like you're lacking the merit of mercy, which incidentally is what mercy is about. You, you, You didn't earn that mercy. So let's take a moment now and just enter into a time of prayer again. Heavenly Father, thank you for your love. Thank you for revealing your gentleness through Jesus Christ. Help us by the gift of your Holy Spirit to trust in your love towards us, that you desire each of us to know you intimately in our own lives through Jesus by the power of your Spirit. I ask, Father, that you teach us to be honest with you, to be vulnerable with you, and I pray that you reveal to us the very vulnerability of Jesus Christ, so that seeing his vulnerability, seeing his compassion, seeing this weakness that he took on himself, we would come to trust him more and more by our life, by our prayer. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish. You can find other homilies, talks, and interviews at our website, basilthegreat.org, or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Just search for St. Basil Catholic Church, Brexville. St. Basil the Great, pray for us.